Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. I'm your host, Lisa Koski, an attorney who became a mediator. I work to guide couples through their divorce with as much ease as we possibly can. I know that this can be a very scary time for people. And the purpose of this podcast is to take the fear out of divorce and to teach people that there is a better way to do it. And if you have kids, you know that the best thing you can do for them is to be a united front. We're so happy that you're here. Hello, listeners. I'm so glad you're here today. And if you're wondering if divorce mediation is for you, you need to tune in. I feel so blessed. I got to sit down with attorney Jill Coyle. She has um, been an attorney for many years and works in both Texas and Utah. And the thing I love about her is she is on a mission to ensure that people feel empowered in their own lives and to understand their self-worth to be able to empower others kind of in line with mine. Um, so I think you're going to get a lot of great information about when is mediation useful? What are the hard things about mediation? Is it right for you? This is going to answer those questions and it's going to give you a few tips on how to prepare for it. Then I would also like to just put a little plug in. Jill Coyle is the author of an amazing book called no one dies from divorce. It talks about grieving and co-parenting, and I highly recommend it. She also has her own podcast called No One Dies from Divorce. So stay tuned. You're really going to enjoy it. Hi, I just wanted to get in here and tell you about my parenting plan course. It can help you no matter where you live and what stage of the divorce you're in or how you're going through the divorce, or maybe even if you're already divorced or were never married. This parenting plan is here to help you parent together, even if you're not together, because we all know that that is what is best for our children. We can actually mitigate the damages that having separate parents causes children by working together. So start now, go to lisakoski.com, check out my online course. It's going to save you time and money. Whether you're working with a mediator, attorneys, or collaborative law attorneys, you together can have this piece of your paperwork completed on your own through my online course. Check it out now. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to talk about my favorite subject, mediation. And I'm just so looking forward to learning from you too, Jill, um, about 
how you work with mediation and mediators. Can you tell me, do you, what, do you mediate most of the time or do you work with mediators most of the time? Um, or yeah. do, you know, do you represent individual clients through a divorce? I'm just curious. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a great distinction for us to make because I am a lit litigation attorney. So pe when people hire me, it is because they need an attorney. They've either tried the process of an amicable or collaborative, and they know that they're not going to get that direction without an attorney. I'm also a high litigation attorney. I've kind of created that name here in Utah. And so we get people that have high litigious cases however in utah every case every divorce case has to go through mediation at one point or the other before they can get to court and get to trial and so we are a very high pro mediation firm and in fact even though we're a high litigation firm we probably settle about 80 percent of all of our divorces in that first mediation that we end up going to. So I think that's a good distinction, Lisa, because you're a little bit different than me. So explain exactly to our listeners what you do. So sometimes I will get um, clients from attorneys who are struggling with trying to figure out how to divide their property and I'll work with them on certain issues. But really, interestingly enough, most of my clients are couples coming to me who want to divorce different. Now that being said, I'm an attorney so I can give them legal information, but I always have them be represented by attorneys because I can't give them that advice. I'm a neutral person working with you know, the clients together. So I help them and in the state of Minnesota and Wisconsin, I kind of walk them through the divorce paperwork Recently, it's kind of changed. I've upped my game, I think. I think um, I, I started going through coaching myself and becoming a better person. And what I started doing with my clients is throw I throw in a little bit of coaching along with the mediation because it seems to work out really, really well. Um, and so I now do things at a flat fee so that we can just spend our time working together through all the issues and trying to get our minds right when we go through the divorce paperwork. Yeah, I think that that's something I want to talk a little bit about because you have those mediators out there that are advertising and they get clients come in and they are like, don't you don't want an attorney. They're very anti-attorney. And they talk to them about how you don't need an attorney. This is the process you need to, you know, give me $5,000 and I'll take you through this process. <laughs> I want to talk about the, the difference of your perspective to that perspective, because I am always appalled by that because I'm like, why would you not want to talk to an attorney who is the person that's going to be advocating for your rights? So, so talk to me about how that sets you apart in the fact that you are pro attorney, that you believe that it's important to have an attorney. I, I just, to the core of my being, you, you cannot give advice and it would be the unauthorized practice of law if you did. So in my mind, there's no choice. I, I can tell the couple together, I can tell them what's marital property, what's not. I can t we can come together to an arrangement for maintenance, but I don't want them to have anything signed 
and going through the court system until each of them obtains a little bit of advice from an attorney. So it's something that I used to just recommend strongly to my clients. And now they actually sign my agreement that says that they are going to, even if it's just an hour or two of an attorney's time to peruse through the agreement, they need to be represented. And they're still doing it a better way. They're still working together. They're still saving time and money. But this is just an even a, a notch up, I think. And, you know, sometimes I have trouble too because you don't want to have an agreement that isn't going to hold up in court. Yeah. Right. I mean, who wants that? That's a waste of time. Um, so that's why I'm just, I'm pro attorney. I mean, I am an attorney, even <laughs> though I'm only mediating now, I see the value in it and I see the huge value in working together. Well, and one of the things is that I do as a litigation attorney is I fix a lot of bad decrees. I fit, uh, they come in, they're like, oh, we had a mediator or we did this ourselves. And they are bad decrees and they're not enforceable because the language is so confusing or they created some agreement that was is an impossibility that they can't follow. And so I always suggest that like hiring an attorney doesn't mean that you become all of a sudden litigious. I mean, right. I, I tell all my clients I, and you can even use this if you want. Like the difference between my $5,000 divorces and my $100,000 divorces are not the facts of the case. It is literally opposing counsel or opposing yeah. party. So if you have a litigious opposing party, guess what? That's when your case is going to become litigious and you better attorney up and lawyer up and make sure exactly. that you're protected. So I love that. And I, I am super pro mediation. It, it's so important, but this is where I wanted to kind of go with our conversation as well, is that there are times when you're not ready to mediate yet. You know, and that is, that is one of the hardest things about mediation, because even when I have my clients coming in together and they want to work on this together, it is filled with emotions. Yeah. This is not the time when people tell you to make decisions, right? Yeah. So that is something. And that's, Jill, that's where my coaching comes in. And I actually have a video that everyone watches before our mediation session to kind of get them ready. That being said, even when you prepare like that, this is such an emotional time. Um, I give little tricks on how to calm down in the moment. But sometimes these are times when I love my flat fee because we can stop, we can walk away, we can come back in a couple days. And sometimes that's necessary because this, it's a hard time to come to, and you have to, you have yeah. to come to these agreements and it's really tricky when you're emotional. Oh, absolutely. And in these litigation cases, so when they've hired me, they're fighting. I mean, it's just, is yeah. what it is. And a lot of times we'll get an opposing counsel, an opposing party that's like, I want to go to mediation immediately. And I have a client that is either like up in the clouds still, like the atomic bomb's just gone off and they can't even see two seconds in front of them that they're wanting to make decisions based off of their emotion rather than rationale. And those are the clients I am now like, nope, we're not going to go to mediation yet because it's not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to be able to make these rational decisions that we need to get you to be. So that's where 
I coach. I mean, I, I, I do. I, I believe about 60% of what I do is actually coaching or, or, you know, helping my clients get to the point of being past emotional decision-making and to rational decision-making. And so that's when I talk to my clients about, we need to kind of get, we need to get more information. We need to be able to get, you know, yourself in a better place. So when we go to mediation, it can be successful. Yep. Can you tell me so that I can learn and then I'll share the tools I use? What tools do you use to get them to that point where they're ready to start talking about mediation? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I love this because it's we're talking about two different probably people in two different perspectives, because, yep. again, when they come and hire me, either something really egregious has happened or they're just like you know the bombs kind of been dropped they've been served with papers they're just super super emotional so you know a lot of times information they just don't have information they don't ha they don't know the how what when why yeah. and so sometimes it's just getting information we need to get our initial disclosures done we need to get our finances in order we need to kind of look at the big picture that gives them the answer to their questions to make them then be able to feel more confident in making decisions that are going to affect themselves, their future and their family. The other part is, is sometimes they just don't, they're, they're stuck, you know, they're going through this grief cycle that we talk all the time in divorce and they're so stuck in the anger phase or their, the denial phase that they're just not at a place where they can even like get to the point of start, you know, answering those questions. And so, we talk about therapy or we talk, you know, that's when sometimes we say we need to go do a motion for temporary orders, which is an intermediary, um, you know, order during the divorce that gives them some kind of parameters that they need to follow that are temporary in nature. And so by doing that, that sometimes gives them, you know, okay, well, this is the now a, com a commissioner or judge has looked at it and sees what we're doing and they've made a decision. So now it's making me feel like, okay, I'm going down the right path or maybe I'm going completely down the wrong path and I need to set my reset my expectations. So, so there's different strategies with the different people we're dealing with, but there's always that, you know, kind of an assessment that we do at Coil Law to, to really determine what do you need to be able to be successful at mediation. I love that. And I love how you're talking about the information that, I mean, they need to be educated. And I, I find so often, you know, they need to understand their budget. They yeah. need to have an idea how much do I need to survive? Yeah. They need to know what their assets are. That's what they need before they even um, can come to my video and talk about how to kind of get emotionally comfortable. And I can talk about that now, yeah. that five-step yeah. process. I'll try to be quick because I can be a little long-winded on it, but I always just write it down. And I have my, I call it my unintentional model and my intentional model. So I just in this video and I can connect you with it, but I just help people to um, write down and it's good to write it down. It always helps when you write it down. And I have these little notepads that I use. There's a C for circumstance. There's a T for thought. There's an F for feeling. There's an A for action. And there's an R for result. And what I have learned is that you can change the way you feel by changing your thought yes, as long yeah. as it's believable. And I need these clients 
to have the right thoughts and feelings when they're walking into this. So say the circumstance is, and we're going to do the unintentional model, what the person is feeling. So in the C line, we're going to put down, I have a mediation today, right? Mediation mm -hmm. is a, it's just a, you know, there's, it's a neutral. So I have a mediation and I'm, we're going to jump down to the F line. I'm feeling terrified. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm overwhelmed. And probably the thought is, I don't know everything I need to know. I don't have the tools that I need. I'm scared. I'm going to get screwed. All kinds of stuff, right, that they can work with and write down. And then you think about when you have those thoughts in your brain, like what do they call it, the monkey mind mm -hmm. is, is working? How are you going to, what actions are you going to take? Well, you're not going to be thinking clearly, right? You're not going to get your issues out. And the result is not going to be that you get what you want. So then I have them do that, and then we just jump over to let's look at this in an intentional model. And you, so the circumstance is the mediation again. The thought is, and remember, it has to be believable, so it could even be, it's quite possible I have the tools that I need. I have a mediator that's going to help me understand the law. It's quite possible that I will be able to speak my issues, you know, whatever they need. And right away, when they come up with these different believable thoughts, I mean, even in myself right now, I just feel a little bit of peace and my heart start, you know, not pumping mm -hmm. so fast, which helps you be able to come to the mediation and really talk about what your issues are, share that, have the mediator help you. And then the result is, you can get to a fair agreement. Yeah. So that's kind of what I coach people through before they even come into my Zoom meeting, which they're all on Zoom now. I don't know. Yeah. Are you meeting in the office a lot? Nope. Yeah. Nope. An interesting little fact is I have found that it actually works better over Zoom because everybody's in their own comfortable spots. And I'm not picking up on the emotions either so I can keep my clear thinking and pick out the issues. So I, that's one of the blessings of that darn COVID is that I have learned that it is a better way. Yeah. And I think some people would disagree, but I honestly, right. I feel like COVID has um, opened up our ability to serve more and do more um, with us not having to, you know, charge our clients to travel to court and the time that it takes, we're able to actually help more people. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of benefits from going virtual. Um, and one of the things I wanted to follow up with that, I love that system. And I think that that is so important because what I sit down with my clients before we have a mediation is I say, okay, this is where you need to be at. You need to know what you want. I can't tell yeah. you how many people are there like, I don't know what I want. You know, like <laughs> I don't want anything to change. Well, good luck. You're not, that's not going to happen. Um, and, but then I say, well, but then you have to know, um, you know, what you're willing to settle for. Right. And then I tell them, and then you need to know your bottom line. And they look at me and they're like, wait, what? The, you know, how I have to go down there. I said, yeah. And I said, you know, 99% of divorces are settled at your bottom line. And mm -hmm. guess what? It's the bottom line of the other party as well. And both of you walk away feeling like you both lost, which I know. that's the best, most successful mediations out there. When you both feel like you don't win, you both gave and take. 
But I also suggest that you have to know what is most important to you. You can't go down your list of 10 things that you want and say all 10 of those are the most important things to me because what you're going to do is set yourself up for failure because you're never going to get that. So you need to prioritize them. And if children or custody or some kind of parent time is your number one thing, that needs to be number one. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? Number two is alimony or maintenance. Well, guess what? We're going to have to concentrate on number one. And if you get number one, but don't get quite as much as number two, that's a win in divorce. And so I really work with my clients to set their expectations to get to that level of understanding that going the way from mediation, you are not going to feel like joyous. I mean, some people are like, oh, I'm done. But at the end, you're all going to have some sense of, oh, my gosh, I gave up too much. But if I pushed you that way to settle, then I know that we did a good job. And I try to set my clients up for that, that expectation so that they, they're not blindsided by that. You know, and these points that you're making just made this a new video that I'm going to have my clients (laughs) because it is so true. Just today, I hate to admit this. I had someone who hadn't thought through what their bottom line was. So we were sitting there with knowing how the assets were different, but nobody really knew where they were going. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, if they, we could have saved some time and we could have gotten moving had they thought of that ahead of coming into the session. So I'm going to use that. I so appreciate that. I love and that. And I have to tell you too, I have your book I right love here. It. I saw it. And, and one of the things um, that I love about you is that you also want to empower people. And I feel like that's where we're very similar. Um, I want, I, Honest in my heart of hearts, I want people to be better after their divorce than they are during it. You know what I mean? I want them to be, and I want them to be able to look back and say, oh, I'm so thankful that I did that. I'm so thankful that I'm here now. And, um, you know, I feel like you kind of have the same, and your book is kind of helping people. Yeah. Live through that and learn how. So I, if you want to talk about that a little bit, yeah. I do love it. I haven't finished it, but I do love it. Well, because my whole thing that I've been saying is, is that so many, so much right now, especially in culture, we use divorce as a shameful topic. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm divorced, so I should be embarrassed, or, you know, people are looking at me differently. But when fifty percent of all marriages are ending in divorce, um, you know, we need to change the narrative. And I've been saying this for years that this needs to not be a shameful subject. It's happening so often, like who cares? It's like changing jobs. Like you have to look at the fact that this can now be a movement to become a better human being. And if you're going to use your divorce as that trial to figure out, you know, Hey, clean slate, I'm going to use this as an ability for me to find myself to become a better person. Then we are creating a movement and Mm -hmm. what a better way to you know, make a better humanity. If you're using your divorce as an opportunity to become a better person, a better human, a better parent, a better friend, a better coworker, we're all going to benefit from that. So, so that's just what I've been saying is, is that we're all going through it. Everybody's knows somebody that's been divorced. You might've been divorced. We all got that. So it's not an embarrassing thing anymore. This is a time for me to say, Hey, that divorce, what did you learn from it? And what are you doing now 
to be better from it. And, and, you know, we see all these people that go through these really bad trials, like, you know, they survived the death of a, you know, the child or their spouse died or, you know, we've gone through these hard things and you see, oh man, look what they're doing. They're put, doing so much good in the name of whatever trial or tribulation they went through. And I was like, hey, if we did that with divorce, man, this would be pretty cool. Like we become a better person, better people. I, I so agree. And I think it's so awesome how so many people and there's so much information out there now about how they're doing this different how they're being creative and the momentum is there. And I love that. And, you know, Jill, I think another thing that we have in common, we have a little bit of different stories, but I have never been divorced. So isn't it funny that this is my soapbox? Mm -hmm. I just want to bring peace to the process. I've been married 30 years and I want to help people so that they can get past this and have better future relationships and I know your story is a little bit different where you had like a, a touch with the reality of divorce. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we have different, but still here helping people to improve and see divorce. Like you said, you couldn't have said it better. It's an opportunity. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I this is kind of my saying is, is that I'm. I'm not pro-divorce, but I am a divorce pro. And I just kind of fell into family law, my story a little bit and doing divorces. And what I recognize is I'm really good at it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm able to be empathetic. I'm able to understand people's plights. And then I'm able to really advocate for them to where they're heard. And, um, and I think that's the biggest thing with divorce is they just want to be heard. They just want to be seen. And so many times through a divorce, you just feel like that is taken away from you because your partner, your, you know, partner in crime, the person you've been waking up with every gets taken away. You know, you've been with your kids every day of their life and now you're losing them 50% of the time. It is this shock of, oh my gosh, I'm not seen. I'm not heard. I'm not you know, fought for. And, and so, you know, I've, I've created my entire practice to now where, you know, we see you, we hear you, we advocate for you in a different way. And it doesn't mean that we want to make things muddy or we want to make, you know, things crazy. We want to advocate for you. So you for heard and that you are your future, your family and yourself are protected in the best way possible. So, so, you know, it, we are moving into a place where divorce can be different yes. and it should be different. Yes. And your way, my way, neither way is necessarily wrong, but I absolutely agree that there are people out there, mediators alike, attorneys that they don't care about you. They care about your money. Right. And I, I, I will never be that attorney. I'll never be that person. Um, I want to make a difference and I want you to make a difference. And, and just like you said, I want you to go into the next relationship, the whole mm -hmm. self. Yes. You talk about that. You talk about how you, you mentioned that about how, you know, you want people to be able to become their whole self to go into the next relationship. I mean, cause right. what does that mean? What, what have you seen um, being able to see people, you know, use this as that opportunity to become a better person? Well, and I, I think that the tools, like even those five steps, just help people better themselves. I mean, we talk about self-care and, um, and it's so fun because I actually do connect with some of my past clients. I've got one that's been on this podcast a few times 
and she has blossomed because they they have integrity they know we did this a better way yeah and it was hard and and i'm not jill i'm not saying that it takes two people to be able to do this the way i'm doing it i help them see the issues um i'm not saying that this is the only way to do it yeah, but i'm yeah. saying that there is a lot of people out there that can work this way with a mediator some people need to work um, with a litigator. I'm kind of more of an attorney that was always a little bit, you know, had a little bit more of a softer touch. And that's where the mediation was such a fabulous fit for me. I mean, it just changed my life to be able to do what I was really gifted at, but to still use my legal background. Yeah. Now, I don't think you really want me fighting it, fighting something out in court for you. So I call on people like you yeah. when that, and that's necessary. Sometimes that is necessary. So I think there's um, a lot of people that we can help kind of, in, we're kind of like parallel you know, serving people the same way. And I love that. And I just have so enjoyed getting to know you. I knew that you would make me better. And I've got some tips that I can help people in my practice get better. So I appreciate being here with you today and getting to know you. Yeah, same. I think that this was just an amazing discussion and helping our clients know that there, there's not a perfect way but there is a better way. And, um, and yeah. people like, you know, you and I, Lisa, that are striving to show that. And, um, you know, the more people that hear it, the more people that um, we can share that with. And I, I also want to just point out, like, you know, I love supporting women like you, and I am grateful for women like you supporting me. Um, I think in our community and what we do, um, we are the minority and um, so whenever I can stand on the shoulders of another strong woman doing what I believe is such good and and is is that's my calling. That's what I want to do. And so I am I'm more than happy and proud that we met and that I can do that for you. You just gave me chills. Thanks, <laughs> you did. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Lisa. It's just been a fabulous. I can't wait to get to know each other better. Um, just for my um, podcast listeners, I'd love them to know where they can find you and where they can um, get a hold of you if they're interested. Yeah, it is very simply lisakoski.com and it's L-E-S-A. You will be able to connect with me everywhere. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, I have my podcast doing divorce different. So, and Jill, if you want to let the listeners that I have know how they can get a hold of you and a hold of your book, I'd love to hear that. Absolutely. It's easy too. It's my name too. It's all things Jill Coyle, jillcoyle.com, Jill Coyle Instagram. And then, you know, my law website is coyle.law.com, which goes right into any information you need legal um, wise, especially for Utah um, as well. So thanks, Lisa. You've been a You've been a joy. So have you. Thanks, Jill. Take care. All right. Till next time. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Doing Divorce Different. We come around every week, so please hit subscribe so that you can join us each week to delve into all the topics surrounding divorce and children and doing divorce a different way. Go to lisakoski.com to connect with me.